0: Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I have combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird, but also find me on Instagram. I'm at Matchmaker Maria. In season one, I interviewed a ton of experts in their fields. I also had some friends join to read some of your closure letters. In season two, I'll still talk to interesting people about dating and relationships, but I'm also opening up the hotline. The hotline is where you call and we talk on a recorded line about whatever you want to ask about. I assume most of the questions will be about dating and relationships, but if you just wanna vent after a bad breakup or ask me about some general life advice, well, it's the hotline and I'm here to answer those questions. In the future, I'll even have special guests join me on the hotline. And if you're wondering how to get on the hotline, follow me on Instagram. On my stories on most Wednesdays, I'll have the hotline open from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern. All you have to do is swipe up for the link and there you go. In other news, it's fall. I love fall. The season provides such a sense of renewal. I don't know about you, but I feel so motivated in September. And I recently posted my to-do list, kind of like resolutions, but I don't believe in resolutions. And the to-do lists are things I want to complete before the end of the year. Some of those things include walking 10,000 steps 50 times. That works out to like three times per week over the next 16 weeks. Yeah, And I also want to work out 50 times before the end of the year. I'm also going to begin featuring some of my VIP clients on my socials to track great matches for them. I want to declutter and donate clothes, taking space in my closet. Another item on my to-do list, launch matchmaker Maria's inner circle, more details on that coming in a few weeks. Oh, and the very last item on my list, you know, that to-do list I was just talking about getting my children vaccinated from COVID-19. Honestly, I just cannot wait. Anytime there's an article about children being vaccinated, I read it and I'm just counting down the weeks when, you know, those vaccines become available for children under 12. Anyway, enough of this intro. Let's get the hotline going. Coming up, a few calls on the hotline from fellow listeners. Enjoy. Welcome to Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can I help you? I'm a
1: 26-year-old woman, and I'm dating around a lot, mostly over dating apps. And I was talking to this guy that I was really interested over Hinge, and he was super engaging, asking a lot of questions, but he like, wouldn't ask me out on a date. This probably went on for like four days and I hate texting. It's just, is like too much and it takes too much energy out of me. And so I actually had put a question into Chrissy Rutherford's, um, one of her Instagram question boxes being like, how do I just get a guy to ask me on a date who won't stop texting? And she goes, tell him you don't want a pen pal and maybe we should get drinks. And so I did that and, um, he responded really well. He was like, Hey, yep, this is my phone number. Like, let me know your schedule. Like I would really love to get drinks with you, but I hate asking men out on dates. And I don't know if that's a problem with me or like, or if it's okay. And so I haven't texted him yet. This happened last night. And I'm wondering like what your advice would be around like messaging him for the date, because I kind of like to be the one that's asking being asked out, but in this situation I have to ask him out. So I don't know.
0: But what's the big deal about asking him out? Did you know that like 80% of men would prefer it if you asked them out?
1: I did not know that. I don't know if I'm like super traditional in that way, or I'm like, you know, like the way society like tells us things should be, but like, yes, I guess you you be right. I don't know. So I'm, I'm telling
0: thing. you like a scientific study. I then, In fact, the study they've been replicated, they've replicated. I don't have it in front of me right now because obviously this is a phone call, but, um, Like 80 to 90% men would prefer it if you ask them out, especially online dating, where it just kind of takes off the pressure because, you know, I think for a lot of men, online dating apps, there's way more men than women on most apps. They are messaging women, but they don't know if a woman will ever respond, even if they matched and vice versa. Right. Of course, you know, women will message men and the men won't respond. But, you know, in this case, I think he, I think a lot of men have socialized to learn that some women just want to talk more because they like to gather information when they're online. And he could have been vibing off of that. You know, I have no idea what his um, online dating behavior or experience has been or yours, but I will say that it's not a big deal that you asked him out. You're making it a big deal, but he doesn't th- he, in fact, he gave you the most perfect response. Yeah. Here's my number. Contact me. He's not okay. asking you for, you know, he's making, he's actually trying to make you feel comfortable. I think like he's not asking for your number, which Again, I can see why if you're traditional, you're, you know, you might think, you know, he should ask for my number, but some women would say, well, I don't want to give my number to a stranger. So there's always a response here, right? Right. You just have to right. determine how you feel about his response. And to right. me, it's a, it's a positive story, right? There's, there's, there's a place in the world where you could be dating a guy and who did ask you out and it doesn't go anywhere. Or this guy, you asked him out and that's your story for the rest of your life. And that's, you know, that's like a fun thing to say to people.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay. And then really quickly, should when I text him, should I just be like, hey, I'm free Saturday and Tuesday night? Like yes. do either of those work? Like yeah. give them two options or one?
0: Yeah. I would give him two options. It's like whenever I just in general, whenever you're communicating with people, communicate them like how I communicate to my toddler, right? Like I really want my toddler to go outside this morning, right? I really want to go for a walk. So I asked him, you know, Hey, do you want to go to the park or do you want to go for a walk with me while we listen to Britney Spears? And he picked walk with Britney Spears. And we both got outside, which was the whole point of this. So in this case, when you're asking out a guy or any person, even at work, if you're trying to do things, giving people two options is, you know, really effective way to get them to do what you want. And it's still around your schedule. It's making you comfortable. And, you know, if the date goes well, my hope is that he'll say, okay, I'll plan the next one.
1: Awesome. Okay. And is it okay for a first date to happen on the weekend? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. But I don't All know right. if it, you know, yeah, we're
0: we're okay. having this call on a Wednesday. So you got to text them now and say, okay, listen, I can do Saturday at this time or Tuesday at this time. And okay. what be cool is like let's say you got on Saturday, maybe your second date can be on Tuesday. So who knows? You're right. Okay, cool.
1: Thank you for the confidence, Boost, Maria. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Sure. Have a great date and good luck. Thanks. Bye. Welcome to Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can I help you?
2: Thanks, Maria. Firstly great, great, great page. I have referred so many friends to it. And I've learned so much about being super decisive and super clear about my intentions and what I'm expecting. So thank you for that. that. I love that. That's awesome yeah, and I, I'd really I'd really encourage you to write a big book someday and I would definitely buy it. I would definitely gift it. Uh, I had I had actually two questions for you, and I'm so glad uh, you opened up this hotline because I'd been contemplating about signing up uh, with your agency for some time. The thing is i'm I'm moving to the US in a couple of months. I'm not based in the US. at the moment. I'm based in the Middle East, and uh, I'm quite looking forward to going back into the dating scene. I've been in a haters for some time now, and uh, it's for a couple of reasons, partly because I want to heal and just recover. Uh, from previous unpleasant experiences and partly because uh, it's just I think it's better for me to reach a place of emotional availability before I enter something new especially considering I'm I'm close to my late 20s and I want to do something next I want the next relationship to be something long-lasting and serious Uh, so with that in mind I wanted to ask you what what should my approach be given that I'm not physically in the country yet and I am still very much here but I feel ready to put myself out there again.
0: I love that you feel ready to put yourself out there. That's incredible.
2: When are you moving to the States? In about two and a half, three months.
0: Oh, okay. I'm thinking like a year. <laughs> well, listen, um, and what country are you currently in?
2: I'm in the Middle East. I'm in Dubai.
0: In Dubai. Okay. So that's a really transient city, which I can totally understand. Like it can be very hard to date there. Um,
2: very long-term but, mindset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, what I would tell you is to enjoy the summer and just focus on experiences while you're there and, um, and to come and come to the United States, knowing you have had some experience, not necessarily dating or romance related, but like, it's okay to use, um, especially in your twenties, it's okay to use a few months that are not dating related and just discovering yourself, you know? This is going to probably be your last time in Dubai for the next three months and make that list, those 10 things you, you always wanted to do while you were there that you have yet to do, do those things. Like this is the time to do it. And you know, that's going to just make you more interesting. That's just going to make you, I think it's going to keep your motivation level high so that when you come to the States, having had that experience, you're going to start listing now what things you want to do while you're here. And in that list, you'll be able then to correspond it to in real life events. So for instance, you know, one of the things that I would recommend to you is to join one of my favorite websites is eventbrite.com. It's not a dating website. It's an events listing website. And so many people use eventbrite as a way to like, you know, their ticket sales too. But, um, but by going on that website, you can then look for things that are interesting that you can meet people in real life. And I don't necessarily mean men. Uh, or like you know, romantic interest in real life. It's about creating a new network that's going to help you meet your person when you are
2: here, right?
0: Making new friends.
2: Right. right. So I'm sorry. I'm saying right now, focusing on small wins rather than yeah. Well, actually,
0: the- those are really big wins. Having a solid friendship group that can help you meet your person. That's that's where it's at. That's. The most underrated thing that people you know I feel like it's really underestimated because you know you can so you can move here and using the social life that you got used to over the next two three months you can then replicate it when you come here is it as glamorous as Dubai I I don't know I don't think so but it
2: on, on the city, right? So it depends on I, the I city,
0: but I don't know. Dubai is pretty luxe. Uh, I've been there and I'm like, Whoa. Uh, but you can, yeah. you can certainly replicate your busyness when you come here. So, you know, if you make yourself busy in Dubai, you're going to seek to be that busy when you come here and That's finding new opportunities place. to meet people because every single person's an opportunity and having that core group of friendship, So that would be my approach. And I say this to you as someone who in her mid twenties moved, I lived in Greece. And when I was 23, I moved to America. And my focus was not, you know, dating. My focus was like, I need to make friends. Right. Those are the people that are gonna help me meet someone.
2: That's a really good approach Yeah, That's a really good approach. Thank you you for sharing
0: that. You said you had two questions. So what's your second question?
2: Yes, so the other one, and it's something, Related to how we heal and recover from negative experiences, I have a tendency to feel very to my to have my guards go up super quickly as soon as somebody demonstrates uh, a negative trait or a or a complex trait that I had experienced in a previous situation. And as soon as I see that repeating itself or replicating, I put my guards back up immediately. And I think sometimes it prohibits me from maybe experiencing more because after a while I tend to become really cautious and guarded, and I don't want to get involved at some stage with people. So. I've realized this is like an inhibition that I've created in my own head. Uh, but how what do you overcome trait? it? What's the trait? What's the uh, it, what's it the obstacle? Be, it could be it could be withdrawal of uh, of attention, lack of consistency. Especially this is the one I find most common. That initially, when they're still getting to know you, there is a lot of consistency, or at least the first couple of weeks there is consistency, and then mm-hmm. there's like a sudden withdrawal. Maybe maybe they see something they don't like, or maybe they Hear an opinion or a comment that they don't like, and there's a sudden withdrawal. And if I see somebody, do you not think putting in,
0: that's what it is? Do you think the withdrawal is because they don't like something, or it could do be you think it's withdrawal it could be because else. what? What did you say?
2: It could be somebody else in the picture. It could be withdrawal because uh, maybe they've realized this is not going to work out, and they don't have—I don't know—maybe they can't muster up the courage to openly say it. But for me, consistency is important and, and sometimes I call them out. so just like how many uh, like months how in you do you that. experience this withdrawal?
0: Sorry. How many months in has this happened to you like where this this
2: experience happened? Uh, about about two months or about it can vary. So in in one case it was about four weeks in in another it was about two months in and both of those were in Dubai. Uh, no, no, they were both long distance. Okay.
0: Well, that's okay. So, all right. That's actually really important detail here. And so, you know, if it seems like you might not just be made up for long distance. So here's what happens in long distance. And I say this as the queen of long distance, Um, you know, it really look in any relationship, there's always going to be the beginning, which is lustful and fun. And you constantly want to know about each other, but then eventually there is going to be a plateau. And if you're in person relationship, that plateau can happen between month four and seven, but you still see each other two, three times a week. Like, you know, there's a way a relationship builds, but if you're long distance, you know, there's only so many things you could say on the phone without being physically together. And that conversation is going to drop after two months. And if it feels like, if it's at critical, like mass in the sense, in the sense of time, where you're not seeing each other, you just might not be in the right Long distance relationship, or you should not be participating in long distance relationships. What city are you moving to from
2: Dubai? D.C. Washington D.C.
0: Washington D.C. Well, that is a fantastic city. It has some really great men in it. I know that the women who are listening from D.C. are probably like laughing or cackling right now, but there are good men there,
2: and I think that graphically more educated the the areas. It's got the right age age range mix and the right educational mix. So it really does.
0: No, no, it really does. Here's the thing about the only thing that I would tell you about DC is that depending on what job they have, they, they, it won't be long distance, but they might be traveling.
3: So, right.
0: So that, that applies in San Francisco that applies in New York, you know, like there are certain cities that tend to have a lot more, you know, travel friendly workers, let's say, but, um, but I think when you're in D.C., focus on people who have their base in D.C. as well. And because it seems like if you're experiencing this withdrawal with people long distance, the withdrawal is changing. But one of the factors is the long distance.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, there I is also the demotivation because of the pandemic. There's also the demotivation that you may not get to see each other in person until further notice.
0: I don't know. I think that's starting. To, are you? I mean, I'm assuming you're vaccinated, and so I assume you're going to. Yeah, yeah. Won't.
2: That's that's resolved now. Yeah, this was. Well, last the
0: vaccination year, so. rates in DC are really high, like in the DC surrounding area, Maryland, Virginia. So you know, chances are most of the men that you are going to be dating are also vaccinated. So I don't think you're going to have. I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be another lockdown, but. Um, but that shouldn't stop okay. you. I, I think I'm
3: much more hopeful yeah. about the future. I'm hopeful for
0: you. I think you're moving into a great city and, um, and you know, right now I would focus on strengthening your network in DC okay. over, over anything else. Cause the last thing, you know what, okay. I know what it is. I don't want you to move to DC and then find a man to be with because you feel lonely because that's, that's right. the worst attitude yeah. it's yeah it's the worst attitude to have in entering a relationship instead make yourself busy create new friendships strengthen those bonds like commit to them and and then you'll see that the person that's, that is going to be that you're going to be attracted to also has their own life has their own network but also makes a commitment to you. And you're not p- choosing them because you feel lonely. You'd be choosing them because they meet a certain standard that you're looking for, especially, and I hope communication wise.
2: That's right. No, that's really good advice. That's really good advice. And nicely put.
0: I hope you, Thank uh, you so I wish bad. you a lot of luck and have a fantastic summer in Dubai.
2: <laughs> Stay you, cool. so much. And you know what? Once I'm ready, once I'm there and settled in, I'll probably enroll in your database. I can't wait.
0: Have a fantastic Thanks, day. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye bye. Thanks for doing this. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can I help
3: you? Hi, Maria. Um, I guess I wanted some help with learning how to be a little bit more assertive during um, in-person dates when you totally know, like, it's not going to go anywhere. I think I get caught up in like making them feel bad, and then I tend to like <laughs> continue the conversation via text and that thing when I know I'm not interested. So any tips or (laughs) tricks you have with that?
0: Wait, you get caught up in making them feel bad or not? No. in like,
3: I feel bad. I feel bad because they're like nice. I just know they're not for me. Okay. And then I'm like, yeah. And then what?
0: Do you agree to go on a second date, even though you don't want to go on a second date?
3: No, not usually. I usually, I just end it like, I would rather just end it on the first date. That way we don't have to waste time like texting, but I find Mm. that I can't do that (laughs) why don't you want to go on a second why don't you want to go on a second date with these guys um I I don't know I just feel like there's zero chemistry or it's just we are are looking for different things or how do you know that on a first date I, I just I just know like I get out of the car and my stomach sinks and I'm like oh god no like it's not gonna happen
0: wait a second okay hold up back up back up back up back up back up
3: so these particular gentlemen, you met them online?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you knew what they look like. And yeah. And you chatted back and forth. And then uh-huh. did they ask you out or did you ask them out? Usually they ask me out. Okay. Um, and then you show up and you feel like when you first see them, it's not a match.
3: Um, between like mannerisms and... Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of get that gut feeling like it's not going to go anywhere. I have been on some good dates too. So it's not like everyone. Um, okay. but like I've, ha- I have the toughest time I think. Or the separating. good dates from
0: online dating too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So at least it's not a strict pattern. Okay. And so you're asking how to not go from a first date to a second date, like how to just stop it. So I guess to- there's two, th- yeah. there's two things you could do here, right? It's like. You know, some guys might not want to see you again either, and they'll just never text you. So you don't have to do anything.
3: hmm Yeah, I kind of, I do like the closure that it provides. Like, so you're not like, you know, waiting around, <laughs> not waiting around, right. but I, I just would prefer to have things be, you know, cut and dry, like completed. Um, I just feel like right. I have, I would, I have no problem with them being like, yeah, you're not for me. Like, I feel like I can take that a lot better than me having to be the one, like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. There is a template I wrote on my
0: Instagram, like two years ago. I'm literally scrolling yeah. my Instagram to find it right I now. Used because it instead-
3: yesterday.
0: Oh, you used it yesterday. Well, <laughs> wasn't it. that, yes. wasn't that enough then?
3: It is, but I'm wondering, like, I don't even want to get to the point where I have to like follow up and text them that. Like, I would like to try to be more assertive in person, but like not feel as bad hurting their feelings in person. You shouldn't.
0: Hold up. You shouldn't feel bad. You should feel that you should only feel bad if you're dating someone that you know you don't like because then Mm -hmm. you're leading them on. Like the whole point of date first dates is to go on a second date. And if you don't want a second date, then okay, that's fine. But you have to go on a first date like. Yeah. How would you know that without going on a first date? And that is perfectly reasonable to not want to go out with someone. I'm sure there are many men that you've gone on dates with who don't want to see you again. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you that, you know, you could take a back seat here and just let, you know, if men don't text you within 48 hours, great, it's done. You don't have to, they've made the decision for you and if Mm -hmm. they do text you then you send them that little template Mm -hmm. that i'm talking about hold on let me find it so i can say it in case anyone is wondering what the hell i'm talking about all right here we go here it is it's from october 23rd 2019 so what's the best way to break it off after the first or second date when you were just not feeling it that's basically your question right kate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the answer i put here is via text i had a good time this is the quote i had a good time and it was nice meeting you unfortunately i don't feel long-term chemistry genuinely wishing you luck on your search. Thank you for being an absolute gentleman on our date.
3: So you're okay. saying you think it's, it's fine to just leave it all during text. You don't have to shut it down that night. No, I would have not shut it down that night.
0: That's rude. Okay. I mean, you can only shut it down that night. If you know, pay for your half and leave, if you're having, you know, yeah. is it that bad? Are your dates sometimes. bad?
3: Sometimes, sometimes they are.
0: <laughs> like, are they harassing sometimes. you? Or are they... No, negative. no. it's
3: not, And that's, I think, that's, I think why I feel, no, they're not harassing me. It's not that bad. Um, I think it's sometimes more of like, I can, I can see them as a good person. And then I just feel bad because I can tell they're interested and I just know I'm not.
0: Yeah. But in dating, it's 50, 50, like he could be hundred percent interested in you, but you still have to also be interested in him. And if you're not, you know, similarly, he, you will have to be hundred percent interested. And if he's not, there's just mm-hmm.
3: no,
0: you don't pass go. You don't collect $200. So, yeah. you know, I don't think you need to shut it down on a first date. That's, that. Mm-hmm. you know, you, you shut it down on a first date. If you're like disgusted, you, you pay your half. So that way you don't have, you don't, you know, yeah. you just leave. And, but if you enjoyed yourself, like ask yourself, am I enjoying myself? It doesn't matter if there's not a second date, but if I enjoyed myself then, and you know, he contacts me, then you can send that message. But mm-hmm. if he enjoyed yourself and he doesn't contact you, then it's done. You don't have to do anything. You just have to count down from 48 hours. Okay. That's great. Thank you so much. Oh, well, Kate, thanks for calling into the hotline. Thank you for listening to Ask a matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline, follow me on Instagram at matchmaker Maria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays right before noon Eastern and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape Intensive by visiting agapematch.com services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week.